The reading is Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 21, and can be found on page 1174 of your Pew Bibles. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Good evening all. In many ways, Paul's message in Ephesians is one of encouragement to a church that is thriving. If you ever feel discouraged or wonder if God really cares, even to the point of whether Christian life is worth it, read Ephesians. It is without doubt a good news book. Paul's letter to the Ephesians expands on the parable of the lost son. He wants to tell us more about God's plans for all mankind to draw together Jews and Gentiles. He especially wants the church to bring the lost to know Christ and be a part of a church family that adopts orphans from the fallen world, just as we are adopted sons and daughters of Christ. This passage is a prayer for us. We are the church, and Paul's appeal to us is as relevant today as it was then. What strikes me is his posture. He kneels before the Father in prayer. Now he could have just said, whilst hanging around, for this reason, I will pray, da-da-da, that out of his glorious riches, be blessed. Amen. But he kneels. We used to kneel in church and indeed are still invited to do so, but it's not something we do so much now. There is a vulnerability and reverence in his kneeling, and in doing this, Paul shows humility and respect to Almighty God as he acknowledges his power and praises his glorious gifts. His prayer is full of encouragement for the church, praising its rootedness in faith and citing the width and length, height and depth of God's love for all. He kneels in front of God to intercede on the church's behalf. So now let's flip this on its head a little. Paul sometimes comes in for a bit of criticism for being so forthright to the point of seeming bossy with some churches, bringing them back into line, telling them to beware of false teaching, religiosity and immoral living. I would have liked to have met Paul because he's a plain speaker 
and gets on with spreading the truth of God's love. The early church needed this so much. The church today needs it so very much. Paul was chosen by Jesus to do his work, struck down and blinded on the road to Damascus, restored by Jesus and given the task of growing the church alongside the other apostles. He was a polar opposite of an early Christian, dedicated to their destruction, a bully and evil. Yet this dedication was turned completely around to God's purpose. His modus operandi hadn't changed, but his work had. Now he kneels before God, a vulnerable man made, in his words, a prisoner of Christ. And he considers himself to be less than the least of all God's people. And in this humble attitude, before God, he prays for the church, the lost and the saved. In our present day world, prayer has never been so important. How many times have you said to yourself or out loud, what's the world coming to? Or, I just don't get it. Or, why? We say this as if we've given up. We feel desperate. We can't do anything. Everything has brought us to our knees. Good. We are now so vulnerable, so devoid of answers, we can't do any more. God can. When we have done all we can, God steps in and does what we can't. We don't need to worry about how to put it all right, but God knows and can help us do it. The hymn says, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Paul's prayer encourages us to join him on our knees to praise God for his gifts and when we are praying together and encourage each other with love and God's purpose, we strengthen our faith together that we may go out from here in the name of Christ to do his bidding and welcome all into the fold so everyone may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen.